Okay, everybody, we're back. Another episode of the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Uh, kind of a sad episode, folks. Uh, we are getting into the end of college football. Going to go through some bowl season scenarios here with you guys. Got the guys on the podcast tonight. Some of us uh, had a little work to do this evening. Um, so we are coming here a little late tonight, but, uh, you know, we don't want any, we don't want any credit. We're just going to keep doing what we do week in and week out. Um, but, uh, before we get started, Blano, you were telling us before we hopped on here, um, where are you at and what are you doing? Um, just kind of give the people what they need to know. Yeah. I'm in, uh, the AFC East coast rivals home, Baltimore sitting here. You know, a lot of Ravens fans wore my Chiefs gear around today. Went to Jimmy's Seafood. Got a few talks about how they didn't like my Chiefs stuff. So, maybe I got to spit in the food. But, good regardless. Go Chiefs. Hey. And um, when we're here, we're here. Work trip, but we're we're working on the pod as well. If if they uh, spit in your food, I would imagine that it really didn't stop you from eating it. It looked like you had a pretty good meal. Uh, there Their spit in tastes really good. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Might have even enhanced the the uh, the food a little bit. You never know. But I'm glad to have you on. Thank you for doing this as always. Um, d- uh, working overtime is Blaine, so um, really appreciate that, Lucas. Um, we broke down the playoff game last week. You're in full off-season mode now, I would imagine. Um, how's that been going just the first week? I'm sure they haven't been doing much, have they? Uh, no, not a lot going on around here. Really, uh, the last Wednesday, the uh, staff left just to go hit the recruiting show. Yeah. Uh, I think we're bringing in like 12 guys this weekend. So nice. it'll be a busy weekend for them and for me. But I think there's uh... – Bears play someone on Saturday in hoops, right? Um, yeah, they're, they're taking the they're taking kids to the game. Literally. Oral Roberts is who we play on Saturday. That'll Probably one Max Max Abamis. How do you how does how does his name how does everybody how are you supposed to pronounce his name? I don't know who we're talking about here. Oral Roberts. You know they, they made mm-hmm. the tournament run last year. They have like the leading scorer. In the oh, yeah. Wow. I know you're I talking about smaller. Uh, completely guy, right? forgot they yeah. were in the tournament. It's like Max, and then it's A B M A S. Huh. Like, yeah. well, he'll be at the queue or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah that's now. what I'm saying. Like, it'll be an exciting game. Like, he's unbelievable. Like, I don't know why he stayed, but he stayed. And so it'll be us first him. That's something we should talk about just real briefly. What the what the hell do people call the Bears Arena right now? Because it isn't the queue. I would imagine you probably get in trouble if you call it the queue. No, you, they everybody still calls it that. It's still JQH, but like, obviously, right. you don't pay for the naming rights still. Did they take it off? It's off, yeah. technically. Yeah. It, it it was off. I think even when I was still in school, it was off. It was off. It's been off over a year for sure. Yeah, right, right, right. Definitely. So, gotta be sick of the Bass out Pro Arena. arena. Yeah, figure, figure it out, out Pod Arena. The tiers would be figure it out Pod Arena, and then maybe like Bass Pro Arena. That'd be kind of cool too. Not as cool, but maybe maybe uh, kind of <laughs> cool. But um. Let's go ahead and jump in here, boys. We're going full bowl season. Before we do that, we want to just give a shout-out to the troops real fast. We'll be playing on Saturday, Army-Navy, just a historical game, classic game. We were talking about it before we jumped on here with you guys. Uh, how? I mean, I, I think all three of us want to go to that game real bad. Lucas says he bets it every year. Um, it's kind of weird. I feel like it's kind of weird, like, cheering for a team in that game because it's like, who do you really want to lose? I mean, not, I don't want Army or the Navy to lose, but 
I think I'm going to lean more towards the Army. Shout out Cole Christensen and Alex Jones. Got two really good buddies of mine in the Army. So I'm going to lean towards uh, Army here. Um, No rhyme or reason other than that. Boys, Lucas, you say you bet it every year. So what are you feeling? Uh, I've I've been right the last actual four out of four years. Whoa. I got to keep my streak going. It's usually like my biggest bet of the year because like, that's all Why not? Put like every focus and all your energy because it's literally just one game. I uh, I uh, I wish 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 that it was just seven and not seven and a half. <laughs> like I love Army in the game, but like it's Army Navy. Like you're gonna get the best game. Like and I want to. I'm leaning still Army. I might I might what I do is I'll probably buy like a point and get it down to six and a half and then just roll, roll the dice and uh, go army because I think army is I mean obviously really good. Is it still Jeff Munkin in army or does yes. he left? Okay, because yeah. I feel like his name is in this coaching ranks where well, he's going. Deal. Like, yes, he's an unbelievable coach. Who wants to hire a guy that's going to come in and bring the triple option? Right. Like, that you're not going to get, he's not going to go to like a Virginia Tech or like an Oregon that's open now. Like nobody wants that. Now, do you think that if he were to get a power five job like that, that he would, he would take that with him? It almost seems like he like adopted it just because he was at Army, but I don't know. I guess I would have to, I might, might have stuck my foot in my mouth because I don't know where he was at before like Army I don't and either. what he did. But I would assume, I mean, it's worked for him. They went freaking eight or nine games every year now with him there. Yeah, shout out to uh, our boy Anthony Munkin, his nephew, I believe. Um, right. I, I, who was – remember Hard Knocks with Tampa Bay Buccaneers? He – one oh. of them, Todd was there. Okay, yeah. so not who the head coach Army is. Okay, no, I didn't Todd know. Munkin. But another of Anthony's uh, <laughs> uncles who is in the – major major football ranks um pretty sick that we know him um shout out anthony munkin hope he's doing okay blaine what's up yeah looking like we're gonna get some rain saturday in new york oh of course that game dude they haven't played that game without weather uh since what world war ii i mean right dude that game always has weather and i like too that they always switch the location like last year i'm pretty sure it was in baltimore or no it was in it was at west point i think and then it's usually been at baltimore was it a philly i know they played at west point because of coat oh i think i thought the covid threw it off yeah 2019 was in philly 2019 was in philly that's right because they go like i think they go philly uh football team stadium and did you guys say this year they're in new york that life yeah. Met life, I, so I think I they kind of bounce earlier. it around. They bounce it around, which is cool. Um, Speaking of weather, three years ago, the just absolute blizzard. Yeah, awesome, sweet. It's so sick, and they always have sick ass jerseys for this game. Um, armies, I it's all armies. It looks they look sick. You they're, did they're see armies. A, they're doing a nine eleven tribute because it's twenty years. Oh, they, they nice, badass. I haven't seen navies yet, but I mean, they're obviously always freaking awesome. Yeah, super cool. So be on the lookout for that. I believe only college football game uh, this weekend. So yep. I'm not for sure why the listeners well, wouldn't be tuning in. No, FCS playoffs. Oh, there yep. Sorry. Shout out the FCS playoffs will be hot and ready to roll. Um, I watched gosh. FCS last weekend, dude. 
Dude, I can't believe it's, what Montana State did football. to. Dude, they're Mont- so good. I like they're so like. Oh my god! And that quarterback entered the portal. He didn't even play the starting. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We talked about that. The the, the starting quarterback going in right before the week, and we we're like, man, if the Bears were were in that situation, we're in a good spot. And then they right. put up a thirty ball. They murdered Jesus. UT Martin. I can't believe it. So obviously they're they're pretty damn good. Um, but let's hop into it here. Uh, we're not going to go through every bowl. We're going to go through bowls that uh, really interest us. Um, starting off here, we're going to start with Western Kentucky versus Appalachian State. In the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, if that's not a mouthful to get the <laughs> podcast started off, I don't know what will be, but we got – we. I think that's one of the best things about bowl season. It doesn't even matter what the matchups are. It's the damn names of the bowl games that get everybody excited. Um, but these two teams we've talked about a lot this year, App State, um, a pretty nasty team, really. This uh, I should preface this by saying it starts on uh, September or September, Saturday, December 18th um, at 10 a.m. Eastern. That's insanely early, so get up and get your coffee going to start off bowl season. Um, but, boys, what are we feeling about this game? I think I would – I would have to lean App State, but you never know in these games. Um, so I guess I'll lean App State. I wrote it down. I liked App State. App State's a really good football team. West Kentucky, obviously, Zappy, the best quarterback in the nation statistically. They, I think they throw the ball for like 420 yards a game or something. Yep. App State's actually really good at stopping the pass. They're around like 200 yards per game. So it'll be a little clash of like, what App State's good at stopping, West Kentucky's really good at doing. So hopefully that'll even out, and Appalachian State will just – it'll be a close game, obviously, but I like App State only two and a half. Give it to me. Western Kentucky coming off that big win against UTS – or, oh, close loss, excuse me. I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry. But close game against UTSA. I mean, they're legit, too. So it's a, it's a good one. Yeah. I think score. it's a great bowl game. Uh, it, it's Go ahead. No, I'm saying Western Kentucky hasn't scored under 40 points over their last one, two, three, five weeks of football. Wow. So people people forget that Chase Bryce is App State's quarterback who was back at yeah. Trevor Lawrence at Clemson. Like he's mm-hmm. I mean, he's really effective. So I, I like yeah. App State a lot. Also, App State low key a school I think I'd love to go to. Yeah, we've talked about it. Their their stadium like is, mm. is an absolute vibe. It is so sick. Yeah, and different sport, but I don't. I'm sure you guys saw the baseball field on, on oh. Twitter. Oh my god! I mean, I love God. I love going to the Ozark Mountains, and it's not nearly the same. But it's not a far drive from Springfield. But imagine being in the thick of the Appalachians. I know. Gee, historic <laughs> landmark. Historic yeah. landmark. Um, okay, so looks looks like we're pretty pro App State here, but keep an eye on Western Kentucky. Uh, moving forward. Uh, in the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, we have Utah, Utah State champions of the Mountain West um, versus Oregon State. Um, don't honestly know that much about Oregon State. Uh, obviously, they're bowl eligible. Um, this one's at 6.30 p.m. on that Saturday. Uh, so good night game here um, against two West Coast teams. I kind of want to cheer for the Utah State Aggies. Why not knock off a Pac-12 team? Um, yep. But I'm a little nervous. Possibly Oregon State's athletes kind of out athlete them. Maybe I'm going to take Utah State here. 
I'm with you too. Uh, Oregon State has like a really good rushing attack, and they've got a guy that rushed for like 1,300 yards on only like 250 carries or something. And like they, what scares me about it is I love, I've loved Utah all year. They kind of put it to Utah like halfway through the season, which gives me a little fright. But the way I saw Utah State just absolutely manhandle San Diego State, it gives me a little bit of confidence because like I honestly think they can win the game. So if you give me the seven and a half, which is what I see it at now, I'll take Utah State plus seven and a half and be happy. Yeah, I would take Oregon State if it were like you, you were saying, um, you know, we were talking earlier, if it, if a game was at seven instead of that seven and a half, I'd take Oregon State here. But that's that point five. Yeah. Just, uh, it, I can't get past it. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to go Utah State too. Um, yeah, I love that. Uh Going forward as we move along here, um, next game we have circled uh, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, number 23 in the nation, kind of maybe a snub here uh, in their bowl, the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. (laughs) Um, Should be a good game, but I think the Raging Cajuns just roll here. Uh, They're 12-1, and had a great year. Marshall, 7-5, and doesn't really do it for me. Um, that now I'm looking at their quarterback. He threw for almost 3,500 yards. So it looks like Marshall can kind of throw it around the yard a little bit. Um, it's only five and a half. I think I love the Raging Cajuns here at five and a half. Is Napier going to coach this? No. no. See, I said, it, I said it wrong last week. He stayed in, which was a huge difference. Like he stayed in and coached last week for the championship and then is out now. But, gotcha. Like, that was one of the bigger distractions, and they obviously moved past that. So, like, whoever steps in and fills in for him, I have no issue with it. I, I mean, five and a half is basically a steal. Like, they are far superior than Marshall. So, I think it's an easy take. I yep. agree. I think it's probably my favorite college football bet this week. Really? Hard to pick one. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down, folks. Blaine's favorite pick. Uh, we got Louisiana – Versus Marshall, Blaine loves the Cajuns here. Um, going forward, I love the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. UTSA versus San Diego State, number 24 in the nation. Um, this one, you would imagine, will get a really big draw from UTSA, not that far away. Um, obviously, San Antonio to the Dallas area. Um, 12 and we're... 12 and one Roadrunners versus the 11 and two Aztecs. I think this could be a low key, low key really good game uh, for the bowl season um, on Tuesday, December 21st. I love that there's games in the week. It's just so awesome. Um, but UTSA is, according to ESPN, a 60.8% chance to win to 39.2 for San Diego State. I think it should be a little bit closer. Um, evenly matched in my opinion um utsa 12 and 1 obviously they won the uh, conference usa championship but they hadn't been playing that well as of late um i'm looking for the aztecs here honestly we talked about utsa a lot we've talked about utsa a lot this year um just because of their you know i mean when you get a team like them that's 12 and 1 i feel like they deserve to be talked about because they probably don't get the recognition they deserve but I kind of like the Aztecs here, plus two and a half. I'm flipping. I'm going UTSA. You want to talk about people that a team that's been playing bad? Mm-hmm. San Diego State, 17-10 over Hawaii, 
23-21 over Nevada, 28-20 over one of the worst teams statistically and in college football, UNLV, and Boise State, 27-16, and then got shit-pumped by Utah State. Yeah, you just said it earlier. Eight and by, and UTSA, there's a couple, like, you know Lucas Eatman. He's from that San Antonio area. He's got a bunch of buddies on the team. I was asking him about it the other day, and he was just like, yeah, no, they're, like, legit the real deal. Like, this isn't a fluke season, so – I love UTSA. I agree, Lucas. And you said it when you were talking about Utah State. I mean, I, I can't bet San Diego State after what happened last week. Shit pumped. Like, they didn't even look like they were in the game. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Very true. Now, that, that can either go one of two ways in my head. It can either be true. they're giving up on the year or they're pissed and they're going to come out and smack the Roadrunners. But, again, should be a great game. Uh, Wednesday, December 22nd, the only game on this day – um, I don't typically love talking about them, but you know, they're in our state, kind of have to say something about them. Uh, the Missouri Tigers, say something nice, Chandler. Say something I, nice. I'm gonna say something <laughs> nice. The Missouri Tigers play uh, the Army Black Knights, um, in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth, Texas at TCU Stadium, which is kind of weird. Um, but uh, that should be a good game. Ah. Is I want to I want to say something nice about Missouri, but quite frankly, the matchup for them couldn't be worse. Uh, Army, you, they don't they're not going to take any game lightly. Like Army is going to go in there and try to roll them. Um, so I think this game kind of comes down to the Missouri offense, honestly, right. because you know you know that the Missouri offense is going to be better than the Army defense athletically, uh, size wise, schematically, probably. Um, but it's just going to be tough to get an SEC team up for a game like this. Not, it's not really one that they, I would imagine, had their sights on to start the year, but um, we'll see. I'm going with the Black Knights, though. Here's the thing with this. There's one or two ways that Mizzou could win this game. One is that Brady Cook is probably going to be their starting quarterback. I've heard some things that Basilak has done for the year, and they're, they're moving on to Cook for this, which Basilak has not been good at all this year. Right. And the second one is just a miracle. <laughs> Those are the two reasons. So I, I'm taking Army because I don't know what Mizzou's going to put out there, and I think yeah. Army might be able to shove it down their throat. As, as we talked, as Mizzou's defense is just not good. I don't trust them. Um, I'm hopping along right with you guys. I love Army because I don't I don't know I'm sure, I don't know why one of y'all haven't said it yet, but I mean Mizzou couldn't stop me if I was at running back. Like I would average five yards a carry at least if I went back there toting rock. Especially so, the triple option lead, correct. you'd be the like, you lead fullback. You put me yeah. at the back, like I'm getting I'm getting three and a half four yards every carry on that bullshit defense. Mm-hmm. So I love Army minus three and a half, and I also love uh, I love the over because. Like, as much yeah. as you want to say, like, about how bad Mizzou is, Mizzou's rushing attack and their offensive line, top five. Like, I think they had yeah. – like, they do, like, not PFF grades, but, like, they do – they grade offensive lines. Mm-hmm. Mizzou's offensive line was graded fifth overall. Unbelievable offensive line. Tyler Batty Beatty is really fucking good at running back. So, Very I think good. he'll be able to move the ball as well. Because, really, Army's, Army has one really good defensive player. I think he's got, like, 13 and a half or 14 sacks at linebacker. I don't really see that coming into like a factor if they're just hammering the ball down each other's throats. So I like the over and I like army. 
I like that yeah. too. But th- that's why I bring up Brady Cook too. Is maybe Mizzou's offense is just. I mean, maybe this is a complete shootout. Mizzou has a chance here with it, and that offense could look pretty good. I mean, they got weapons at receiver too that are quick. And yeah, with Beatty, it goes and, back to the uh, like in my head. I see how it playing out is like Army versus Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Honestly, what was yeah. that seventy something? <laughs> seventy to like fifty-two. Right. Right. I can see that 100%. Um, I honestly, though, think the key for Army is to slow it down, uh, keep it out of Missouri's hands. Like, that's we'll the see. thing, even if they're slowing it down, like, they, they're still going to bust. They're going to bust one or two. Yeah. Like, they just really, statistically, they will bust one at least. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can slow it down all you want, but, like, once two rushing attacks are going, like, it, the score can fucking get up there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is an interesting game, uh, a battle of Florida, if you will. UCF uh, faces the Florida Gators in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. So this game, honestly, will probably be packed um, on both sides. I, I, Florida, so much turmoil. Um, speaking of Billy Napier, the new head coach of Florida, I don't believe he's coaching the game. Um, but UCF plus seven and a half, I just think that UCF is more up for this game. Um, they just have to be a six and six Florida Gators team. Um, of course, just completely underachieved. Every, every year, Florida isn't in you know, the contention for the SEC East title, I think is, is just not even uh, – uh, it's a waste of a season for Florida um, given their, you know, their prowess. UCF plus seven and a half, I kind of love it. Um, give me UCF here. I'm going to go the other way. I don't know why. And I'm not – I think Florida – Florida got – Florida's got to win this game. It's turmoil right there. They they yeah. made a move. They needed to make a move. I, I'm just riding on that momentum that hopefully that Florida can be something here. Talk to <laughs> represent talk the about, SEC. Talk about a serious recruiting battle game right here. You, I guarantee right. you, this game could get some kids to flip and kind of say f Florida. Uh, like you know, if it comes down to those two, but I don't know, Lucas. Yeah, that's what that's the route I was going to approach it with. Like, like these Florida players are going to, a lot of the Florida players are going to know a lot of the UCF players. So hopefully they get like to get up for this. Like, I think you were saying, like, it has to be like a little, like, kind of in state rivalry. Hopefully yeah. a bunch of them get up. Mm-hmm. And because like Florida, any given year should beat UCF by, I don't know, 15, 20 points easy. Right. This year they just played so like inconsistently. Like, it's tough. It's tough to bet on them, even though they have way more dudes than UCF. But I don't know if UCF can stop that quarterback. Emory Jones, I, I don't like him at all, dude. I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's great either. I don't think he's great well, either, but, like, he's Florida such a superior coach. athlete. Like, they, he should be able to have a fucking decent day and yeah. carry them to win by 10. So, right. I mean, that's the way I'm leaning. Obviously, don't feel great about it, but it's what I'll take. Love it. Yep. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, skipping forward a bit past Christmas, December 28th. We actually have a pretty good slate on this day. Uh, I'm going to stay here for a second. Starting off with Houston versus Auburn in the Great Ticket game. Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Um, 
number 20 ranked Houston um, going up against uh, another SEC opponent, um, a six and six Auburn. I didn't think they were six and six. It just kind of seems like they've been playing better than that. Um, I hope that Auburn has Bo Nix back. Honestly, he's better than, uh, what is it, TJ Finley or Michael Finley, whichever one. Yeah. I think it's TJ. Yeah. Um, he obviously was not the answer. Uh, I would imagine Bo should be back with a, you know, given a month uh, off and some rest. But um, Houston held on a little bit in the first half against Cincinnati that moved the ball a lot. And then Cincinnati was just too much. Obviously, Cincinnati in the playoff. But um, Houston plus three here. I kind of like that, but I'm rolling with the Tigers. Um, I think that they're just going to be too much at the end of the day for Houston. This is the one, like, there's a game like this every bowl season where you get, like, a a non-Power 5, like, really good team that gets matched up with a 6-6 and Power 5 that theoretically Houston should win this game. Like, they've had a better season. They have a better team, I think. But for Mm -hmm. some reason, it's not going to go that way, and I feel like Auburn is going to shit-pump them. Like, I don't get it. It shouldn't happen. But, like, this, this, this is the game I had circled where it was just, like, Auburn's favorited. They shouldn't be favorited, but, like, they are going to win. And so I'm taking Auburn. I don't want to. I want Houston to win this game, but it's just a red flag. Happens every year. This is my, like, fuck it, Auburn. Yep. Auburn's been so close, and I went. they've lost four straight, I think, in November, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They won one since, but it was – they lost to A&M, Alabama, and South Carolina. The, the teams they've lost to with that South Carolina was inexcusable, but I mean, you, you watch that Alabama game. I know it's the Iron Bowl, but they're obviously very, very talented, regardless. I, I mean, they I, I think they have Georgia. a hard time. They played Alabama yeah. better than Georgia did. So, like, it's got to be yeah. one weaker. Yeah, exactly. I'd have a hard time not betting over. Same day, um, the Mike Leach revenge game. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Mississippi State plays Texas Tech in Memphis. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, intrigue in this game. Knowing Mike Leach, having uh, grown up a Big 12 guy, uh, I know, you know, like what he's like, how much he meant to Texas Tech, had a bad falling out. I heard on another podcast uh, today, actually, that Texas Tech still owes. uh, First off, Mike Leach was suing Texas Tech, so there's still a pending – lawsuit right now and i believe he's owed like eight million dollars or something like that so you know he's gonna want to win he's gonna have the boys fired up but on the flip side of that tech has been playing really well um they seem to have bought into that to that guy that uh they hired i forgot what his name is but they uh shoot tim derita derider something like that yeah yeah, yeah. defensive coordinator from oregon yep and um how did they get that guy it, it's just going to be a shootout, you would have to think. I mean, two high-powered offenses. Uh, Tech is just always going to have a good offense, and you know it. Um, but it's going to come down to who – honestly, I think it's going to come down to who can athlete who, um, and you would, have to, you would have to lean Bulldogs here, um, especially given Mike Leach on, on their side. So I'll, I'll go Bulldogs. I'm going to go Texas Tech. I don't know why. Every game that I bet against Texas Tech, I've gotten bit in the ass this year. <laughs> yep, me too. 
Seriously, Me like I was looking back at it, I'm, I'm I, I don't have a rhyme or reason. I don't know how Texas Tech got that higher from Oregon, and I also don't, you know, I just think that it's kind of in a good spot right here. By the way, I, you know, I'll pause for two seconds. The SEC did a tremendous job matching up some of these bowl games with that U, UCF, Florida, Houston, Auburn, some in states, some local kind of close teams, Texas Tech, Mississippi State with with the leech, like you were talking about. There's some really fun SEC bowl games too. But yeah, sorry, are. Lucas, you go. Uh, I like Mississippi State just the sheer fact of like quarterbacks. Will Rogers, so- true sophomore, yeah. really good quarterback. Obviously, his stats are a little inflated because the offense he plays in. But Texas Tech quarterback, like I think they've switched like once, once or twice, maybe three times even. Like I know their leading pass rusher, their leading passer, is five touchdowns and five picks. I'm looking at the stats right now. He's only yeah. thrown 148 times. So obviously. They don't have a dude at quarterback, so right. Right. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna go Mississippi State, just better quarterback play. There's been a little buzz about. Uh, well, first off, I don't know if you guys heard this. Quinn Ewers, that highly uh, touted recruit out of Texas that mm-hmm. went to Ohio State, already entered the portal, um, and Tech. I don't think they're gonna get him, but it's been he's been kind of floated around and maybe going to Tech. I mean, if you're a quarterback. I mean, I know Tech isn't, you know, this massive, well-known program, but I mean, you're going to go and throw the ball however many times a year. I mean, I think it'd be kind of sick if he went there, but we'll see. Moving ahead, Wednesday, December 29th, Clemson versus Iowa State in the uh, Cheez-It mm-hmm. Bowl. Um, I believe that's also in Tampa. It's at the Camping World Stadium. Let's see. Is it in Tampa? Orlando. But- Orlando. Orlando, yeah, yeah, um, This is a very interesting matchup. I actually – I love this game because Iowa State is supposed – year in and year out for like the last five, six, seven years, they're going to be – Especially this year. They're going to be the next best thing. They're going to be, you know, better than Oklahoma in the Big 12, competing for a Big 12 championship, possible playoff run. And then they always – just go kind of a lackadaisical like this year. They're seven and five. Um, I don't really understand, but Iowa State also, I know that fan base, they will travel very well. Um, it'll be it'll be packed with Iowa State fans, but Clemson right there. This is really a, t- a pick em game for me. Clemson playing probably better right now, you would say, than Iowa State, um, but – Unlike my last pick where I went against the Big 12, I got to go with the Big 12 here. I'm a Big 12 guy, so give me the Cyclones. Um, Give me the Cyclones. Venables, you know, Clemson, they're supposed to be losing their offensive coordinator, Tony Elliott, as well. He's been in some some, uh, head coaching buzz. Uh, Brett Venables obviously took the Oklahoma head coaching job. So I'm going Cyclones here, but I would not be surprised at all if Clemson wins this game. I'm, I'm going with you, and, like, obviously, like, it, it's going to sound dumb because, like, it looks like Clemson has found their form and it, they're the Clemson of what they should have been this year, which is terrifying. But, like, then again, Iowa State was supposed to be really good. I don't know why I feel like Matt Campbell just, like, I, I just looked at his bowl record. He's only four and three in bowl games. Like, I feel like he takes that shit, like, super serious and is going to mm-hmm. have these guys ready to play. And he's got a bunch of seniors 
Like I, I want that senior day, like yeah. that senior day game. Like he has a bunch of seniors and he just loves those guys. And I mm-hmm. guarantee they're going to do whatever they can to just win one more game and come out on top. So I just sheer fact, all the seniors and all the senior love, I'm going Iowa state. And that's it. Love it. I love, I, I love that. And I, we were talking earlier in the year that I thought Iowa state was going to win the damn big 12. They're not even ranked right now. No. And they're still really talented, mm-hmm. really talented. And obviously Clemson says speaks for itself. This game, if you were, I mean, if you were telling me the cheese bowl that these two teams are playing, this is a freaking great game. A freaking yeah. great game. It is. It's going to be a uh, great game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to take. Like, I, you know, I want to say, I, I want to say Iowa State too, because of everything you've said. But I, I guess I'll, I'll split the split the button here and go Clemson. I think Clemson's on the right path right now, better than they yeah. were in the first half. So. It's freaking hot, man. I really yeah. like it. And also, so far, best bowl. I mean, dude, I'd love to go to a game sponsored by Cheese. It's best snack, favorite snack. <laughs> um, I mean, I could eat a box of Cheese right now. Same day, same, uh, or excuse me, same, yeah, same day, just at night, 815 in the Valero Alamo Bowl. A uh, very low key, good bowl year in and year out. Some Every year, off- the Valero Alamo Bowl is good. Insanely Alamo good. Bomb. And Remember the have, Mizzou days back in the Alamo. Just amazing. Yep, two really good or two really good teams here. Uh, Oregon versus Oklahoma. I mean, this game is going to be good. Uh, both teams lost their head coach in the offseason. Um, so I don't, I don't know how much of a factor you guys think that's going to play into it. Um, I'm going to go with the Sooners here, uh, but. Oklahoma's defense has got to do something this game, or Oregon's going to be able to score, as we know. So I'm going Sooners, but wow, this is no, going to be I, a good game. I love the Sooners. Like I don't, I don't I think this should be a game. I think this should be a blowout. I like watching that Utah State game or the Utah game. That quarterback stinks. Yeah, yeah. He can't make he can't make easy throws. Right. And he like he doesn't really try to be like he's obviously a dual threat quarterback. Doesn't really try to utilize it. Oklahoma should just absolutely shit pump them. Like they're deep, like they still have their DC. Their defense was they're basically the rock this year that kept them in football games. I've said that a bunch. Uh, Al, uh, Alex Grinch, really good defensive coordinator. He's still there. Mm-hmm. He's going to have them ready to go. I, I love Oklahoma in this game. Yeah. And also, it's worth noting Kayvon Thibodeau already said opting out of the bowl game, will not Perfect. be playing. Um, mm-hmm. One of the best, one of the best defensive players in the country. So even Blaine. better. Yeah, no, I think tying to kind of how we how we saw Oregon against Utah. Utah gave them a ton of fits because their front and their linebackers. Utah's linebackers were so good. O, OU has an underrated off their defensive line. I think if they get to Oregon's quarterback, <sighs> Oklahoma can pump them. Like I, I, I'm with you, Lucas. I think this game might be a blowout, and I, I hate it, it but. Be. I think yeah. And like why would Cristobal leave Oregon for Miami? Like unless he sees the writing on the wall that that's not a good football team. Yeah. So. True. Pro, pro Sooners here from all three of us. Yeah. Um really good game. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl going on Thursday, December 30th. Uh Pitt, number 12 Pitt versus number 10 Michigan State. Michigan State, one of the most surprising teams um of this college football season. Uh, Kenneth Walker kind of snubbed. I, I don't think he was going to win the Heisman, 
but I think he maybe deserved an invite to New York. That's a different topic for a different day. Uh, Kenny Pickett, another Heisman finalist, uh, guy that could, you know, that people have been in love with. He said he's coming back to Pitt next year, which is actually big. Um, I think this is a just an absolute pick 'em game here. Uh, I'm gonna go with, you know what? I, I'm gonna go with Pitt. Uh, they have they've proven me wrong uh, a lot this year. Lucas has been all over them. Um, so I'm going to ride Pitt here and go with Kenny Pickett. Uh, I think that Pitt's offense is just going to be too much at the end of the day for Michigan State. Michigan State, they can't stop the pass. They can't, can't stop, do That's it. literally Bingo. what I was waiting to say. They can't stop the pass. Kenny Pickett's going to have a field day. Yeah. Bingo. I love I Pitt. This is, a, old, this is a great matchup. Like, both these teams should be, if there's a 12-man team, both the 12-man playoff, this should be a – both these teams should be in playoffs. Both yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. I like Pitt a lot. Yeah, I love it. I'm not going to leave him now. Michigan State can't stop the pass. I love it. Boom, Pitt, Michigan State, a little bit overrated. New Year's Eve, boys. Uh, this is going to be – I have a gripe about this. Why in God's green earth is the college football playoff semifinals on New Year's Eve? It does not make any sense to me whatsoever. Um, yeah, and one's it, at 2 30 p.m. Like, yeah, what the fuck are we doing? I actually prefer that. I mean, you're you know, most New Year's Eve nights aren't started at 2 30 in the afternoon, so I think that one gets a lot of buzz. But this 6 30 Georgia Michigan game, the best game of the playoff, 6 30. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Why don't you make those games on New Year's Day? I know that there's the New Year's Day bowls, and those are all, you know, the, the big bowls that everybody knows. But it just it just doesn't seem right to me. They've done this, I think, every year, and it just still doesn't – it blows my mind. But before we get to those games, we do have one game that's going to be really good at 10 a.m. The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl in Jacksonville. Our, our boys, Wake Forest, uh, came up short against Pitt last week, but they play Texas A&M. And what I think is going to be a very difficult matchup for the Demon Deacons. A uh, and M's defense is going to be able to do some things, um, and I don't see how Wake's defense stops A and M. And A and M isn't some offensive juggernaut, but I am heavy on the Aggies here. Wow! Yeah, I am. Uh... This is a t- this is a tough draw for them. Like, like I get it. They're an eight and four SEC team. Like the the matchup, I guess, makes sense. But like, Texas A and M is so tough, and they battled all year with a backup quarterback. Like, if they had their starting quarterback, you know, this team's winning 10, 11 games. Like, they're really talented on both sides of the ball. Uh, I hate it. I hate this draw for the Demon Deacons because I think I don't think they're going to be able to protect Sam Hartman and do what they want to do. So I, I like Texas A&M too. Tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 it is. I'm going to go Wake Forest. Okay. Seven points, you're getting a toddy. Yeah, I, I'm going to go it. Wake Forest. I love it, Blaine. Stick with it. Stick with it. Well, uh, I mean, I think I'm rooting for the Demon Deacons, but I just – yeah, but I'm just going to have to pick AM. 
So we'll move forward to the first semifinal of the college football playoff. Uh, one that has a lot of intrigue around it. 2.30 p.m., like Lucas mentioned. Excuse me. Um, Cincinnati and Bama. Whoo, boys, Bama. <laughs> that is a buzzsaw that got ignited in the SEC championship game. Um, Cincinnati, phenomenal season. Um, but I think Bama's too overwhelming. I think this could get ugly. Cincinnati's offense, um, I have a lot of questions about it. I know it's good. Um, and Desmond Ritter's had a good year, but I just don't see the consistency that is needed in a playoff quarterback, much like Georgia. I'm very worried about them. We'll talk about them in a second, but uh, Cincinnati, I don't think they have enough at the end of the day. Um, I roll tide. Roll tide. I don't think that Cincinnati can play. All Bama has to do is one-on-one on the edge. Their D-backs are – simply better than any athlete Cincinnati has on a wide receiver. And I think it's just a, I think it's just a bad matchup for Cincinnati. Like if they were to play Michigan, maybe, maybe it's more fun, but it's, it's one of those games where you're, you're, like you said, you're running into a fucking buzzsaw right here. It's hard to not pick Bama. Uh That, that kid from St. Louis, Jamison Williams is terrifying one of the best athletes that the catch he had against georgia the catch over the middle that should have been the 15 yard gain that he just turned into a 75 yard touchdown was ridiculous he literally got shot out of a fucking cannon he absolutely (laughs) did it was crazy dude and like the only way like to go back and talk about the actual game like the only way i could lean cincinnati here is if they had like one or two offensive linemen that are like actual dudes, like first, second round draft pick that can hang with this defensive line of Alabama, and they just don't. They just have a good scheme, good players, like, but they don't have any studs that I could they can lock down a side of the offensive line. And Alabama is going to have a field day. I mean that that kid. Yeah. I was listening to. I didn't even know it. I was listening to part of my take today, and the sack leader for Alabama. I can't think of his name. Has Will like, Howard. Right? Isn't it Warren Hodgson? No. Yeah. No, he's something junior. No, well, uh, Will Anderson Jr. Yeah. Oh, Will Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Will, Will Anderson. Anderson. Jr., yeah. Mm-hmm. Thirty-one and a half tackles for loss. Ridiculous. Like, get the fuck out of here. That dude's gonna have a fucking field day. Yeah. I, is, I don't see how they block him. The, his stats are more impressive than Hutchins. Dude, right? I don't. That literally, the, the guy on part of my take was saying today, like, how is he not going to New York? Like, yeah, that's insane. I think he has, I think he has like 15 sacks, 31 and a half tackles for loss. Yeah. 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 I I don't, uh, I really don't understand it. I mean, not that Aiden Hutchinson hasn't had a great year and I guess that's a good segue into this next semifinal game, but yeah, we're, we're all on, uh, on Bama here. Just too much. Um, This, this is going to be a great game. I think Georgia versus Michigan, two teams that want to beat you up. Um, not necessarily insanely dynamic on offense. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying their offenses aren't good, but Michigan wants to line up and run the football. I would have to say Georgia wants to line up and run the football, too. Uh, both defenses are very, very good. Georgia's defense is a little bit better. I'm kind of worried about Michigan being able to run the ball, honestly, against Georgia um, because I've in the SEC championship game, it was clearly Bama's 
passing attack that uh, beat Georgia in that game. Um, and I don't think Michigan can pass like that. Um, they definitely don't have the receivers that Alabama has. But I kind of want – I want Michigan to win just because I don't want it to be an all-SEC final. Um, so I'm going to go with the Wolverines here. I'm not, dude. Like, I can't stand – like, I don't know how you get to, like, number two team in the nation when you run, like, a legit two-quarterback system. Like, the amount – like, I could not stand as I watched that whole game. Like, them bringing in that the second quarterback to play 15, 20 snaps is just, like – how you expect somebody to get a rhythm when it's like you're just gonna get you're gonna get taken out for a few plays? I yeah. hate it. I hate this. I hate the two quarterback system. Like it shouldn't be a thing. I get one can do something better, but like it's just it throws. I think it throws the rhythm off. Their wide receivers are nothing compared to Alabama's. I know you said mm-hmm. it, but it's literally nothing compared. I think Georgia. I I don't know if they'll roll them because Michigan defense is obviously really good, but. I think they can easily get it get, get it done by ten. It'll be yeah. it'll be a close game all game, and then hopefully they kind of like edge it out, get a touchdown late, and like I think they can cover seven and a half. Part of me wants to say that Georgia, you know, obviously it's gonna it's gonna roll over Michigan after playing Alabama, but there's something in the back of my head that said just like Michigan's gonna win this game. I don't I don't know where it's coming from. But Michigan's really, really good. I mean, they they matched up against – I guess, uh, obviously, Ohio State in the snow plundered that offense. But that defense matched up okay against those three stud receivers at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I'm i going to go ahead and take Michigan. I'm going to step out on a ledge and, and take Michigan. I think they can match up a little bit for Georgia. I don't, I don't love – like I said before in that Alabama-Georgia game, I don't – love Georgia's offense as, as much as I should. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think Michigan can play with them here. Love it. So, um, I hope I'm yeah. wrong. I hope it's a good game. That's what I hope for. Uh, New Year's Day, boys. And then we'll, we're wrapping it up here. January 1st, uh, the Fiesta Bowl, a beautiful game um, at high noon. Uh, Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame. Oklahoma State Man, what a Big 12 championship game they played in. Um, unbelievable game. Uh, so came down, obviously, came down to the one-yard line. Crazy. Um, Notre Dame, uh, they've had a lot of turmoil in terms of Brian Kelly, but it seems like they're really bought in to Marcus Williams, which is good to see. Um, he will be coaching this game, I believe, defensive coordinator. So, I don't know that Notre Dame really skips a beat here. Um, I am – a little hesitant, though, because I don't know that Notre Dame's offense is necessarily that great. Oklahoma State's defense is that good. Um, so Number I'm going to go – Cow- I'm, I'm going Cowboys here. Uh-huh. Did, the, uh, did Oklahoma State's defensive coordinator stay? Did as far as I know, there are have been no changes at Oklahoma State. I thought they lost. I heard Oklahoma State so. lost their- I thought you are right. I think he went somewhere. He got hired somewhere. Okay. Which is yep. a little yep, worrisome. Yep. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Let me look that up before you're done. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll keep talk talking. But, done. like, I know he's gone. And they're, they have two really good defensive ends. One, one is at, like, 12 and a half, and the other is at, like, nine and a half. One's a true freshman. Really good. But this is one where I can go back to, like, I think Notre Dame has the dudes on the offensive line to kind of counteract that. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I don't know why, but they're having like, they're obviously in the media lot because of Brian Kelly, but like just the, like how bought in they seem to like this new coach. And uh-huh. like, you can make fun of Tommy, Tommy Reese's like uh, little speech he had too, but like, like everybody, it seems like a lot of genuine, like love there, like love for the program, mm-hmm. love for the team, love for the coaches. And I think they can rally around and just be like, Hey, we're going to show this guy. Like, this is our, this is our guy. We're going to play for him. They're going to play hard. I think it's a very even matchup, like schematically. So I can, I can get away with leaning Notre Dame here minus two and a half to win by a field goal. Yeah, I can. I can be okay with it. Love it. I'm going Notre Dame. I'm going Notre Dame too. By the way, uh, Jim Knowles, Oklahoma State defense coordinator, going to Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, he left for the same job. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Is it the same job though? I no, mean, way more right. than, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my I, problem I with this. Yeah, my problem with this game, Spencer Saunders, I was heavy on Oklahoma State against Baylor on that championship game, Big 12 championship game, and he threw three picks, bad picks. Oklahoma State obviously looked better in the second half without him screwing up. Oklahoma State should have won that game by a score at least of how it played out. I mean, they're defense. I don't – yeah, it's ridiculous. But I don't I don't trust him. I, I, I bet him. I bet him, and I, I saw what he has – the play makes stupid mistakes. Notre Dame, if they can get any kind of pressure, come like you said with a little rally behind their back. Let's go Notre Dame. Give me Notre Dame. Okay, love it. Uh, the Rose Bowl. This is going to be another great game. Utah. You know, we talked about them a lot this year. Plays Ohio State. Um, typically, when I think about Ohio State, I think about their offense, which rightfully so. But I think Utah can match up. Now, I'm not saying that those receivers for Ohio State won't get free a couple times during this game, but I think Utah I think Utah can muddy this game up a little bit. Ohio State's defense, not that good. Utah's offense, as we saw in the Pac-12 championship, pretty freaking good. Um, I think this is going to be a one-score game back and forth all the way. Um, you know what? Honestly, fuck it. I'm going Utah here. Nice. Dude, you said it. I don't know if you meant to say it, Blaine, but Devin Lloyd, the linebacker. For Devin the- Lloyd. Bro, oh, exactly. that kid is like Darius Leonard-esque. Like, he's about the same size. Yeah. Like, he's a little taller. He's like 6'3", 225, 230. Kid can flat out run, not afraid mm-hmm. to hit you. I like him a lot. I like Utah, too. I don't – I this sounds bad, but, like – I, lo- I like Utah to hang in this game. I don't know if they can win it, and they might not cover, but I like them to hang around and make it nasty. So I will, I yeah. will bet on them, and I will just cross my fingers and hope they show up. If Devin Lloyd was in the SEC, we'd be talking about him like a freaking god. Yeah, He's good. 100%. He is that good. He is that good. And – that's that's why these bowl games are so freaking good this year everywhere this matchup is stupid you got the front the linebackers at utah but you also have the outside weapons of ohio state on offense where it's just like a yin and yang you don't know where to go with this thing i don't know where to go i'm gonna go ohio state because i think they can play outside of those linebackers and and get some speed on the edge that that Oregon couldn't do and that Utah really hasn't seen this year. And it might smack them in the face a little bit because they can't rely on those linebackers. (laughs) But God, man, that's tough. I'll go Ohio State. I'll go Ohio State. Love it. We all want Utah to whip their ass, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yes, we do. Definitely. 
And the last game of the bowl season, boys, Baylor, the Big 12 champion, takes on Ole Miss in the All-State Sugar Bowl. This is going to be an awesome game um, as well. Um, Baylor riding high after the Big 12 championship game. Ole Miss hasn't played since the Egg Bowl. I do think I put a little bit of stock into that. I think Ole Miss maybe gets out of the gate a little slower than Baylor. Um, I know they're both going to have, you know, a lot of time off um, since they've last played, but Ole Miss has really been off for a long time. Um, Baylor's defense is legit, fast, moves side to side really well, good defensive line. That's some that Polynesian guy in the middle is a fucking problem. Yeah, like number sixty-two or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, he is an absolute problem. Yes, he is, and I'm leaning Baylor here. Honestly, um, I would have. You know, this game is obviously in New Orleans, um, so you would think both fan bases will be there. You know, pretty much split. So it's going to be a rocking time in that in that dome. Awesome venue, but I'm going Baylor. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on with you too because like it's rare that you see just like a dominant dominant defense like take over in college football, but I mean the way that defense looked and has looked all year, a good defense can shut down a good offense. Like that's just how it's always like def- they've always said it. Defense wins championships. That's fundamental, like football. I yep. think that Baylor can play better defense than Ole Miss can play offense. So I'm going to lean Baylor, and I'm going to take Baylor, and I'm just going to roll with it. I don't have anything to say. I agree. This is a hell of a game. I'll I'll go Baylor, too. I've gotten – you know, I haven't believed in Baylor all year until I watched them over the last few weeks. I believe in them. And those wideouts wideouts went up and got some balls. So, like, they're not – Yeah. yeah. Baylor's good on offense. Baylor's good on offense. And that backup second string, now they're – starter i mean that guy started i think he went healthy i think oh is it but i i mean if the backup plays i mean he he started 15 for 15 in the championship then again like he threw some dumbass balls like like you saw saw the lack of experience he threw some dumbass balls especially late but but still i mean give him a month with practice i mean you would think that they're going to be riding high into that game. Well, here's but, the thing, too. Why is that guy playing football? If you're the number one shortstop in Louisiana, you're going to have every single SEC baseball offer. What are you doing playing football, kid? Hey. It's what you love, bro. Loves the game. Loves the game. Yeah. Come on. Pat could have done the same thing. Look at him. That's what he loves. Um, so, well, boys, that uh, puts a bow on our college football season. Um, okay, State Talk. K-State, LSU? We can, we can hit that game real Just quick. quick. We, can, we can hit that game real quick. Um, yeah, I actually I actually might be going to this game. I think I am going to the nice. game um, in Houston. So it'll be, it should be fun. Um, I, I don't know what to make of LSU. Uh, they are going to be more athletic than K-State. Are they going to be ready? Are they going to want to play this game? Um, I don't think so. I think K-State's going to want to play this game a lot more. Um, no, I mean, Brian Kelly won't be coaching this game. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'm going to take K-State, obviously, but just a weird game, um, really weird game. K-State is a program that always plays well in bowl games, um, and I just kind of question what LSU team is going to show up 
LSU quarterback gone. Um, so go Wildcats. I love it. I, go Deuce Vaughn, highest rated court, uh, running back in the Big 12. Give it to me. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Love K-State here. Love the coaching staff. I don't really think that LSU's locker room is a great spot right now. They've had some tra- big-time transfers over the last mm-hmm. week and a half. I don't love that. And I think K-State is in the exact opposite mode yeah. right now. They're bought into this game. But- when it gets closer to game time, LSU has the best – he has the, the leading tackler in all of football, their middle linebacker, who's really good. So if he's not playing, because he's obviously going to be looking forward to the draft, it is a lock, lock, lock K-State. Love it. 100%. And now that yes. officially puts a bow on the college football bowl season. Um, it's been a great college football slate, and it's ending with an unbelievable, as we've talked about uh, here shortly, this bowl uh, slate. Now, we didn't get all the games. There's still some games in here that are pretty good. Um, So enjoy the bowl season, Um, and it's going to be the NFL from here on out. And with that, Blaino, are you ready, brother? Yeah, now we're out in week 14, boys. Huge, huge week in the NFL coming up. Yeah, I mean, huge. I was looking at – yeah, no, I'm looking at the playoff picture. The NFC obviously is in a pretty good spot for Arizona for – Green Bay to clinch playoff spots this week. But the AFC, there is no scenario to where anyone in the AFC can clinch a spot. Week 14, not a single team can clinch a spot. Unreal. Patriots lead the AFC. Titans, Ravens, Chiefs, Chargers, Colts, Bengals. I mean, I could flip a coin on any game on those, on all of those. But we'll we'll get started. Tonight we have the Steelers. They go to the Vikings. I, I, you know, give me crap about it. Vikings just laid an egg against Detroit. Whoa. Steelers are favored by, yeah. Steelers are favored by three. Vikings are without Dalvin Cook. Looks like Thielen's going to be out too with a high ankle sprain. The Steelers, Steelers defense looking pretty damn good. I. I know that Big Ben put up a lot of points last week against Butt, bad defense, but the Vikings have a bad defense. I want my whole heart to go to the Vikings here because I think it just, like, if they don't win this game, there's no chance in them. But without their two best players, arguably, it's it's hard to go elsewhere. Yeah, uh, I, won't, I won't beat you up too bad about it. I mean, Kirk just sucks at the end of the day. He really does. I mean, you just can't possibly be a good quarterback and lose to the Lions. By the way, the winless Lions. But I'm not going to beat you up too bad about it, Blaine. Kirk Cousins sucks. Um, but on the flip side, Ben, the Steelers, I mean, I can't – they shouldn't have won that game. I think the Ravens did the right thing going for two. Uh, Lamar takes right. a tenth off that throw, and it's a completely different game here. Um, but I'm going Pittsburgh, as I have all year. I'm going against the Vikings. They can't do it. And, oh, oh by the way, not going to beat you up, Blaine, but Kirk Cousins' prime time, forget about it, dude. His oh, worst yeah, time. I was worst time. Yeah. I was I was yeah, hoping you yeah. wouldn't say it so I could steal it. Kirk Cousins in prime time. <laughs> no, thank you, mm-hmm. dude. And I don't. Wow. They don't get talked about enough as like a one-two duo. Claypool and Deontay Johnson are fucking savages, dude. Yeah, that's a that's good one-two combo. Deontay uh, sometimes looks like unguardable, mm-hmm. and then Claypool, if you need to go like have him get a ball, he can get a ball. I don't, 
Steelers, that last week could be a huge turning point for them, like for real. They really could. Yeah. One, one quick point before we move on. Chiefs could have drafted Deontay Johnson, but instead we picked McCole Hardman. Yeah, we'll talk about. I'll talk about McCall. I got something to say about McCall. And dude, but I mean, I mean, TJ Watts is the greatest, the greatest defensive player in the league right now, right? Like Aaron Donald, absolutely. TJ Watt, yeah, TJ Watt, steals the show, guy. But the, I mean, it's just ter- it's a terrible draw for the Vikings. Their secondary is bad. Steelers just off a big win, whatever. Two injuries. I'll, I'll go ahead and stay Steelers. Speaking of Steelers Ravens game, Ravens favored by two at Browns. I'm taking the Browns. That's it. Ravens secondary is bad. Marlon Humphrey out for the rest of the year. Right. I don't. I don't like Lamar Jackson. Still don't. I, I, I don't know. I, I like the Browns at home. This is a interdivision game that Ravens are just banged up. They went for two for a reason because they knew they couldn't stop the Steelers, and they're not going to be able to stop the Browns. Yeah, Lucas. I won't spend much on this. I'm going Baltimore. Cleveland, they went from being who was going to potentially win the AFC North, be, you know, this playoff team. They stink. Baker, I hate to say this, I like Baker. He stinks right now. Um, I'm going Ravens. Uh, While I was laughing, I was just like, I don't know which quarterback is shittier right now. Hmm. (laughs) I can't pick it. Like, Baker Mayfield's playing like shit. I don't yeah. want him to play like shit he is. I don't like Lamar Jackson. I've always said it. He Unless it's down the middle of the field or like a five-yard slant, he cannot throw the ball. Like, he can't throw a 15-yard out. He can't throw a great deep ball. He makes bad decisions still somehow. Like, that ball he threw to Mika Fitzpatrick is, like, laughable. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. laughable. So, I don't know. I'll just take the home team here. I'll take Cleveland at home against – Baltimore, and that's literally it. I'll just take an NFL dog. Like, wait, they're favorited. They're favorited. Ravens are by Ravens are favored by two. Field goal. So yeah, I don't really give a shit about a field. It's two and a half, so you yeah. win by a field goal. Yeah, I'll take Cleveland at home by a field goal. Ravens have won way too many close games this year. They're not. They're, they're not eight and four. They're just not eight and four. Um, Cowboys favored by three and a half at Washington Football Team. Washington's. I mean, they've won four in a row after I picked them against the Bucks. Beat the Bucks, beat the Panthers, beat Seattle, beat the Raiders. Looked pretty good last week. I, I want so I wrote down Washington. Scratch it out. Put Cowboys. Cowboys just are like there's something about me that in the NFL, when a team is due, they're due. The Cowboys are going to win this game. That's it. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go. This player's better than this. This scheme's better than this. This coach. I just think the Cowboys are due. And I hate it. I I don't know what to make of Washington, dude. I mean, they – I mean, four in a row is four in a row in the NFL. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's at home. I, I it, 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 sh- it doesn't matter, and I really don't think it does, but I think it kind of does, boys. I love that it's at noon. Um, I – Yeah. I think Washington – I think Washington's hot right now, and they believe in Heineke, which is crazy to even say out loud, but I'm going to go Washington here. I'm right there with you. We've said it the last couple weeks that, like, I went on a rant last week about Ron Rivera being, like, an unbelievable football coach. You take this team to four in a row, like, you know that you've got your shit figured out. You've got your staff in line. 
Heineke, like low key is kind of like, he's obviously a scrappy dude. Like he can run. Like if he, if he gets in some trouble, he can get out there and run a little bit. And I, I've loved Antonio Gibson for the last two years. I think he's a really good running back. I think they can match up with the Cowboys and it would just, I, they're, I mean, they're plus four here. They can keep it close. All their games are close and nasty. So at home, shitty ass field, the worst field in football. I'll take Washington. Fair. Very, very fair. Very fair. Um, New Orleans favored by five and a half at New York Jets. Loser. Boo. Yeah, this is a bad game. Uh, Jets plus five and a half. New Orleans. <laughs> no. New Orleans has – I have zero hope in anything New Orleans right now. Now, I will say this. I think maybe Kamara's back. So, that – unless I'm completely wrong. I thought I, I heard somebody I tell me that Kamara could play. I, I'm going we'll Saints. Go for Saints. Yeah, I, we'll I'm go going – Kamara back. Okay. Oh, he's back. Yeah, I'm going Saints Good 100% catch. then. Um I was going to go Saints no matter what. Here's why. Simply because their defense is just better than anything the Jets' offense can do. Corey Davis out. Uh, he's not a world beater, but still a pretty decent – I mean, he's a good NFL wide receiver. Um, but I'm going Saints. Jets money line. Take it to the bank. Wow. <laughs> Wow. All right, well, I'll just move on immediately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't even. My job. <laughs> crazy. Cash wow. Jets money line, baby. Okay. You heard it, people. Oh. You heard it. Woo. I'll be helping. If people want to tag me and add me, I'll hop on. I'm, will be, I will be going Jets money line. So. Okay. Love Plus it. 210, <laughs> give it to me. Whip your dick out on the table and let it fly, <laughs> dude. That's a fucking... Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee favored by eight and a half. I got them at nine and a half some spots. I mean, I mean this is another poopy game. I don't, I, don't, I don't like Tennessee for the rest of the year, but I think they beat Jacksonville at home. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm not spending any time on this. Jacksonville stinks. Give me the Titans. Uh, honestly, looking for the Titans to get maybe hot here. It's a good game to start getting hot. I think Tennessee's a good team. Um, obviously, they're way different without Derrick Henry, but Titans, just better. <laughs> they're just better. I like. Call, uh, here's the biggest difference, and it's kind of stupid for me to say because I think everybody understands this, but it's like in college, you're not necessarily the best team isn't always going to win. Shit happens. The NFL, yeah. the best team, 95% of the time is going to win. Um, mm-hmm. And Tennessee is just better than Jacksonville. Nothing Jacksonville does is very good. Their defense is okay. I'll give them that, but Tennessee. I think uh, Josh Allen is going to have a field day on old Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill stinks. You guys are betting on literally Ryan Tannehill uh, to throw up and down the field. I don't think he stinks, Lucas. But – Josh Allen didn't practice it today. He's playing. He's playing. I just looked it up to make sure he's not. He's he's listed as questionable. He's playing. Josh Allen field day, three and a half sacks. 
give me Jaguars money line. I'm gonna do a hungry. I'm gonna do steal oh off the name. I'm just gonna do a freaking hungry hungry dog parlay. I I think that I think Jaguars can get it done. Titans lost two in a row, bad ones. It's an AFC South matchup. It's gonna be nasty. Yep. I like it. I think I think the Jags can get it done somehow. I no, I really like the fact that that it's kind of a South matchup, and it's you know you're getting near ten points. True. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I mean Tennessee is not good. They're not good. That's they're not good right good now. You're, you're betting on Ryan Tannehill. That's it to score points. Yeah. That's the same way with the Ravens. Like Titans and Ravens are both eight and four in the AFC, but I don't trust anything about either of those teams. I don't. I mean, they got beat Maybe. by the Texans, boys. You know, Maybe. just uh, I mean, I throw that game out the window, but they did. They lost to the Texans. They really did. So at home, I'm taking Vrabel. Fuck that. Yeah, that a boy. Probably smart. Tennessee. Probably smart. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta at Carolina. Carolina favored by three. Some places two and a half. Atlanta, let's go. Come on. Um, CMC still obviously won't be there for the rest of the year. Carolina, who's your quarterback? Let's go, Atlanta. I'm telling you what, guys. Like, they didn't look bad last week. They didn't cover, but, like, they don't look bad. Like, they're not – they can beat Carolina easily. First game was a fucking shit show of a game. It was disgusting to watch. They can bounce back. Give me plus two and a half. I'll probably put that in the teaser and bump it up to like six and a half. But yeah, I'm I'm all on the Falcons here. Fuck Carolina. They've screwed me over all year. Um, they should be a lot better. They just fired Joe Brady, which I don't quite I don't quite agree with. Crazy that they would do that. Um, Especially with quarterback. But, like God. Yeah. So yeah, give me the Falcons. The Falcons. The, they're, I would say that they are a perfectly average team. Like, they are going to beat you if you don't come ready to play. Right. 100%. Great way. That's a great way to play. They're going to mess around great and be in the hunt. Like, they're going to win yep. eight or nine games, and you're going to be like, well, why is Atlanta here? Because their schedule is pretty fucking easy if you look at it, like, after this. Like, they got a tough Bills, Bucks, but then they end with Panthers. Oh, shit, I thought they were going to get – no, I'm looking at the wrong schedule. Hold on. It's easy. Yeah, you ready for it? Panthers yep. – Niners, Lions, Bills, Saints. They can win three of those games. Yeah. I mean, they might be favored in two of those three. So Mm -hmm. you get if they beat that 49ers team, that's four, that's four wins. And they're at what nine and eight. Not a bad Mm -hmm. year, honestly. Especially for a first year coach. Yeah. Yeah. That bottom part of the NFC is just so does nine and eight get you in the playoffs in the NFC this year? Mm. Oh yeah, no. In the right? NFC, it, it it definitely it definitely would because it's so top heavy. Correct. That's what the, the AFC has a tough problem because everyone's pretty even. But Arizona, you know, Arizona, Green Bay, and but you got a bunch of those teams fighting. At I think nine and eight gets you in. If you can go nine and eight, you got a shot, right? The Vikings are in the like in the hunt right now. And yeah, they're, and they're the they're same five, records. They're both five they, and seven, six or something. Yeah, five and seven. So, yeah. yeah. And I can tell you this right now: if it's Atlanta versus Minnesota, I'm going Falcons, baby. <laughs> I'm going Minnesota, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle at Houston. Seattle seven and a half. Let's not spend much time on this. Uh, Seattle's bad. Houston's bad. I don't know why Seattle's so bad. I don't know why Seattle's favored by seven and a half at Houston, but they got better athletes. 
I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting for the game for Russ and, I mean, Lockett and those guys to get going. Are they going to? I'll, I'll go Seattle seven and a half. I think they might beat them by two scores. I'm an idiot. I went against my word last week. I said on the pod, Seattle makes these games nasty against San Fran. They'll cover. They'll cover. I ended up flipping on game day and betting the 49ers like a fucking jackass and looked mm-hmm. like an absolute fool. Yeah. My, my brother get my ear on that one, so that was dumb. I think well, like you say, like Russell Wilson's not playing good, obviously, but he's not playing like bad. Like he's not getting turnovers. Right. He only has four picks. So like you can win ball games if you're not turning it over in the NFL when you're a superior team, which they are. So yeah. I like Seattle. I like them. I don't I don't like the seven and a half. I wish it was six and a half. Again, I'll go down because like this is gonna be a touchdown-ish game, I think. Mm-hmm. So I'm still gonna take Seattle, but I wish it was a little bit lower. Seattle's going to be a team, boys. They do it every year. They're going to get hot at the right time, and they're going to be dangerous come playoff time. I think they make the playoffs, honestly. I think they beat Houston here easily. Um, Russell and, like you said, Tyler Lockett, DK, They, I think they took a step last week and a huge win against San Francisco. Um, give me the Seahawks. Easy. Nice. Detroit at Denver. We're going under the three o'clock slate central. Denver favored by eight and a half. Detroit coming off a big win. Denver coming off a bad loss. I, I think Denver rebounds at home. That's it. I think Detroit had their game, and I think Denver's going to. About eight and a half. Eight and a half. I, I've, I have Detroit wrote on my sheet, but I'm going Denver. If this game was in Detroit for me, I would go Lions. The fact that it's at Denver has nothing to do with mile high. I don't care about that. It's just that it's, you know, Denver's a tough place to play. Um, I think Denver, I I wasn't really, I haven't been high on Denver all year. I don't understand, understand some of the games they've won, especially after seeing them play the Chiefs. Bridgewater. I mean, dude, he has dudes out there. He obviously just yeah. kind of stinks. Um, but I'm going to go Denver here. But I think Detroit covers, honestly. I really do. I, I'm taking nice. Denver to win. Detroit will cover this. Okay. Detroit's been in some games, boys. Detroit's been in some games. They've been, every, they've been in every game, dude. Yeah. Jared Goff noted hates the cold, does not play well in the cold. Right. Nice take. Nice take, Luke. Yeah. yeah. And it's gonna, I mean, it's going to be fucking 30 degrees in LA. Yeah. I mean, it's not It's not looking good for our boy Goff. And then I didn't get to watch the game because I was driving back. That – the Javante – what's his – Javante, uh, the running back for the Broncos. Williams. Javante Williams. He looked like he was doing whatever he wanted. How did they only score nine points? 23 carries for 102 yards. Um, they got down in the goal, into the red zone – I think two or three times, and they just couldn't score. Okay, because like, like he had a field day, bad ones, and so yeah. like I think he can parlay that into another great game. And I I like I like Denver minus eight and a half. Real quick, I, I think this game. Go ahead. Doing a weather check, high at fifty five and pure sun oh. on Sunday Dude. in Denver. Oh. Yes, which is crazy. I would have figured that it was going to be because it's going to be. 36 and and a hundred percent chance of snow on Friday. <laughs> but not a political th- pod, but global warming. What the yeah. fuck? I'm looking at it 12. They play on the 10th, right? No. 
Oh, uh, they play on the 12th, which is Sunday. Uh, I was looking at the t- – I looked at the wrong date, dude. Yeah, Friday, the 10th, it's going to be nasty. 12 but... t- yeah, on the 10th, it's 28 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, it's... shit. So, well, golf. I'm still taking Denver to win, but I think – I really do think Detroit covers. Dude, that <laughs> kind of changed my mind. That's the full 20 degrees. That's a game changer for golf. Because he – I honestly, like, he's on record, like, I hate playing in the cold. I, I don't do well in the cold. If it's going to be 55, I might be with you, Chan. Yeah. Nice. Denver bounce back covers easy. Giants at LAC. I'm going to bet Chargers on Chargers favorite. Sorry, but I'm definitely going to. Before we get into this, Blaine, I want to ask you this. Who are the Chargers? Oh, my God, dude. I, uh, oh. Who are they? Dude, what? What do they do? Like, they put up points, and it like it seems like they just don't do anything that well. Like Herbert's good, yes, but sometimes he gets really lackadaisical with the ball. They have good receivers, yes, but they aren't really like. I don't think they produce that much. He, I, I feel like Herbert goes to Eckler, and that's it. I think it's their O line. I just don't think they're established enough up front to be that good. Right. And they have everyone else. But, they I mean, at the start of the year, their O-line played well, and it's kind of went to, like, meh, meh. The right yeah, side of their sweet. line's all hurt. It's not the same O-line they started out with. Different right guard, so, different right tackle. I'm going Chargers here. Giants are – Ten. Ten points. Okay. I don't think it matters, Blaine. I, they say Jake Fromm's going to start. Yeah. Jones, right, Daniel right, Jones right, right, out. Right. Glennon out. Uh, oh. Dude, the Giants are just bad. They need to get Saquon out of there. They need to get him out now, or he needs to he needs to get out himself. They, I think that they are the worst team maybe in the NFL. I think they honestly, I think they're worse than Houston. That guy's <laughs> such like a power hungry dick. Like Dave Gettleman's such a loser. Yeah, like, that guy yeah. sucks. There Fuck is no guy. world in why New York teams shouldn't be in the mix in every sport every year and in every sport they underachieve quite frankly notoriously bad in the nfl yeah terrible chargers 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 Chargers. 49ers favored by one and a half at Bengals. uh the 49ers seem a little bit different without debo he's not gonna play no well he's a freak can do yeah, well, he can do it. Yeah, he can do anything they want. So it limits them. Bengals. I'm not like I'm not huge on the Bengals. They haven't been all year. They just lost. I mean, the Chargers put them to kick their dick in. But I'm gonna go Bengals. I think I think just the Bengals at a middle of the road AFC team is better than the 49ers who have a chance at a at a pretty top NFC spot. I I like the Bengals. It's 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 a they're not favored. They get points. Bengals. Yeah, Bengals have Bengals have done this all year. Where they just flip flop games. Like they'll have a shitty game and they'll come out and play really well. So if you look back history, and they are technically, I think, better on offense. Obviously, their defense is overperformed. I don't know how actually because they kind of got exposed last week, but they have been playing really well, which makes sense because they really don't have a lot of talent on defense. They've just played over expectations. Mm-hmm. But so if they keep their defense up where they've been playing well, Burrow's fucking sick. Uh, he, if he didn't hurt, if he doesn't hurt his thumb, he might complete that comeback or his pinky. 
That thing looked. Yeah, it was nasty. So very I nasty. Like, I like Joe Burrow on the Bengals this week for sure. With you. Um, boys, I'm going Niners. Uh, I oh, am right. not. I, I am not sold on the Bengals whatsoever. Um, I definitely think their offense is good, but like we just talked about, insanely inconsistent. I think the Niners travel here, and they kind of just try to beat up the Bengals. I think the Niners' defense is good enough to contain uh, what the Bengals want to do, and I, I see the, I see the Niners trying to run it 30 times, get Kittle involved, uh, and give me the Niners. Nice. I don't, I don't mind that pick at all, Chandler. Bills, oh, this is all right. So the next four games we have. This is a great game. Really, 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 really good. Bills at Bucks. Bucks favored by three and a half. I have Bills written down just because I think they bounce back. I'm going on a limb here. Bucks are maybe the best team in football, but hmm. the Bills after last week, man, it wasn't a true showing of who the Bills are. They're better than the Patriots. I think they beat the Bucks here. And a money line, Bills. I hate to. I hate it. 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 But something's telling me. Um, I don't know why you hate it so much. Um, first off, I think you're wrong when you say Tampa might be the best team in football. They can't stop the pass. Uh, Tom has looked better of late, but before his little spurt here, they were not playing well on offense. Um, but I, I completely throw out that Monday night game. Uh solely because of the weather. I mean, that was ridiculous. Um, that will never happen again uh, this year. Um, the Bills offensively, I think they're going to love going to play in Tampa. Um, good weather. Get Josh Allen on track to a great quarterback matchup. Um, I'm going to pick Tampa. I do think they're better than Buffalo, but that doesn't mean that I think Buffalo is bad. Uh, I I think this is going to be a really close game, um, and I would not be surprised at all if Buffalo wins. Tampa cannot stop the pass, boys. Uh, Buffalo, Allen, I would imagine their game plans go in there and throw it forty times. Um, that's what I would do because you're not running against Tampa. That's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So I'm going Tampa. Don't hate Buffalo though. I'm going to take the the Bills here, and I just have an inkling that like. Josh Allen knows they need this win. Like, they need this bad. And I think he's just going to do, like, classic Josh Allen, put all it on the line. I think he's going to, like, try to run this game because, like, obvious passing play, scramble out, get you 10 and 15. Because, like, yes, the Bucs are really good at stopping the run, but that's the actual run. I don't know if they can contain Josh, Josh Allen when he's out on the perimeter. So, I really – the only way they're going to win this game is if Josh can run for, like – 75 yards on just pure scrambles and I think he will for some reason this game and he has a fucking electric arm obviously and I don't think they can protect the deep ball that well like you've said mm-hmm. Diggs can get behind them for one or two at least so yeah I'm leaning Bills and I, I will probably take the Bills yeah I think it's a good spot for him as, as some media idiots would say it's a terrible spot but I think it's the exact opposite Bills nice uh, Sunday night football, really good game again. This is a rivalry. Maybe it's not as good as I think, but it's always, always close. Bears at Packers. Packers 12 and a half here. 
12 and a half. Um, I mean, let's just Andy Dalton starting. I might ship up him. Oh, well, no, no, no. He's not. He's not. Fields is starting. It came out. If Andy Dalton was starting this game, stupid. I would go find an alternate line for like Green Bay minus 21 and bet that. <laughs> yeah. The Bears are inept. Dude. The the pick the four picks last week were fucking horrendous. He's bad, but now I guess that takes away because I, I thought he was starting, but it is Fields. I think it does a little bit of something with Fields, but I still see the adds, Packers like, rolling. It has that like out of control because like he's a young guy, like he could go out there and just run around and ball out and make some and make some plays, but. No, I, I I'm gonna go back to the pack. The pack the pack can beat him by two touchdowns yeah. easily because they can. Uh, he, yeah, he makes some plays. He's gonna turn the ball over because he's not like. Yeah. Pack's Packers defense just feels has hasn't played in however many weeks. He's coming into the biggest Sunday night game of the year for him. Like I don't want that spot for anybody. No, I don't care how good you are. No. Monday night. This game is amazing, too. Rams go to Arizona. Arizona Cardinals favored by two. Beautiful game. Yeah, I mean, two of the top NFC. Rams, say it. Cardinals got a blunder some now. Here now, then. Rams. I'm interested to see what boy, our boy Chan has, the resident Cardinal leader. Uh, <laughs> I think, honestly, I'm going to surprise you here. I'm heavy on the Cardinals. Um, I think this Rams team, quite frankly, is a little bit overrated. Uh, Fair. They, ha- they have not been playing that well. I know they won last week, but who they played? Jacksonville? Yeah. So, big, I mean, big whoop there. Uh, and I hate to say it, but Kyler's good. Um, we thought he was going to play shitty in the weather, and he went to Chicago. Granted, it is Chicago, but still absolutely dominated them. Um, it's in Arizona. I love the Cardinals. Hey, he did have one where he tried to throw it and lost it with those baby hands in the wet cold. So, <laughs> credit you, to us. Everybody you guys, saw it. He, he had you guys one. fucked me on that. You what? fucked me so hard on that. Dude. I had Cardinals strong last week. Strong, strong. And I flipped mid-podcast and I kept it. If, the, if <laughs> Andy Dalton just throws two picks – they might even they might win that game, dude. You remember they 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 uh, got a turnover, got the ball back, immediately went down there and scored. Down fourteen, go three and they get a three and out, get the ball back, and then he throws a pick on his own twenty. Like if Andy Dalton's not playing in that game, it's a completely different story. So like it it True. it wasn't the right pick, obviously, but the pick made sense. Yeah, it did. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a good backup. But, but. Rams. Oh. Wow. Okay. Love it. <laughs> Go birds. Let's get to the let's get to the meat of this podcast, the last half. Um, this is a noon game Sunday. I do you love it that it's a noon game Sunday? Raiders at Chiefs, Chiefs favored by nine and a half, ten somewhere. Yeah. This line is big. Do you like the noon? I love it that it's at noon. Um Me too. you know, it's not gonna be an issue with Arrowhead being at noon. I mean there's been so many noon games at Arrowhead. It's like, it's crazy. Uh, the bad, Raiders honestly, the, the Raiders are bad. They're bad. I don't, I, they're, they're kind of like, I feel like 
No, maybe not a great comparison, but they're kind of an Iowa State where they're going to be the next, you know, this is the Raiders year. They look hot in week three. So in week four, what are we, third week th- 14? Yeah, in week 14, yeah. they're going to be they're going to be going to the Super Bowl. Bullshit. It's the same old Raiders. They can't stay out of their own way. Um, quite frankly, I don't think it's going to be like the game we had against them in Vegas, but I think the Chiefs definitely win this game. I don't love nine and a half. I do think the Raiders try to do something different. They try to come out. They're going to score some points. Chiefs have not played significantly well at home this year at all. Most of their good wins have all been on the – I mean, they've won at home, Mm -hmm. but ugly. I don't know that we've had a really good win, like in terms of a blowout at home all year. I mean, Browns was close, loss of the Chargers, went on the – loss – or we – who else – we barely beat the Giants. Um, There's been some shit games for the Chiefs at home. And uh, I don't love the nine and a half. I'm Chiefs definitely win. Um, I'm going to say that they cover because I won't say that other team will cover. Um, but scary. I love it. I love the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Third <laughs> straight home game. Rested, comfy, defense playing significantly better. So much better. Obviously, the offense isn't isn't clicking. That's fine because the Raiders' defense fucking stinks right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they stink. Except for, except for Max Crosby. Shout out Max Crosby. I Max like Crosby is really really good. Yep. Is Niang hurt? He might be back. He hasn't been playing though. Wiley has played unreal, and he even he completely dominated his. Yeah. Former teammate. That's what I'm saying. I, I would right. rather I would rather him stay in than because I think Niang is coming back this week, right? I gotta be honest with you. I would be very surprised if Niang is back. That Wiley wouldn't play. He has done nothing to lose that okay. spot just because he's back. In my opinion, and that's that's who he's gonna be matched up. Crosby's always on that left side. Yeah. Uh, that that would be my only worry because he's kind of a, he can be a game record right. in some games. Like he goes kind of silent some games and then has games where he just goes the fuck off. So this obviously yep. could be one of those, but hopefully they can like chip him if they need to chip him with the tight end, chipping with the running back because he's really the only threat on that defense. So I like the nine and a half. Offense should click and roll, and the defense has been playing a lot better. They're gonna make Derek Carr turn the ball over somehow, some way. I don't know how they will do it because I Soren, the Sorensen pick last week was fucking stupid. That yeah. makes me so yeah. mad. Neiman yeah. gets his hand on it, dude, and the rest is history. <laughs> Neiman to Sorensen. Who would have thought? Why you guys' balls off, honestly? I mean, but <laughs> go ahead. You got, I mean, you the, guys, are, I, I, we've, I've said it the last four weeks. You guys fucking had a little locker room meeting. You guys have been fucking locked in and ready to go. This five game, this five game winning streak, I have not yelled at Dan Sorensen or Ben Neiman once. Either they're doing better or they're not. I mean, they're out there a ton, so that's why I don't understand. Like, the, 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 you know what it is, Blaine? It, what it really is that they're blitzing both those guys yeah. a lot. They're blitzing both of them a ton. They're blitzing Dirty Dan on almost every third down and that's what he's good at 
quit do putting you, him one-on-one in coverage. Right. But do you guys remember me talking about the Chiefs defense? And I said they're going to be better. And you guys said I was a fucking psychopath, that they're going to be okay. You guys well, told me I was an idiot. Well, did you say anything to, like, convince us otherwise? Yeah. And did, yes. they, do, did they do because anything they to convince healthy, us? Man. Yes, because they got healthy. Charve, I've said this a million times, but Charve and Snead being able to play one-on-one on the edge, Dan doesn't have to cover anymore. Our safeties don't have to do a lot other than play too deep cover and, and roam. And they're yeah. so our defense is tremendously better because of it. Ingram was mm-hmm. huge too, which that's a that's a factor, obvious factor. But yeah, that, I mean, today, he, that was a big pickup for you guys. Huge, actually. yeah. It, it's it's huge. it's She's bigger than any. It's bigger than any defensive back we had, in my opinion. He's not near as like as good as he was with the Chargers, but like he seems like super smart. Like he. He can like rein people in. Like he's like he's a professional. Mm-hmm. Like this is what year 10. Yep. He causes attention and a lot of it. Like he yep. understands the game of football. So like you can put him over there and he's gonna lock down his side. Like he's he obviously got mauled that clip that came out by the the guard 77. Yeah. Really fucking mauled him, but mm-hmm. you're gonna have that. It's gonna happen. Yeah. I agree. And that's why like I, w- I want to talk about the Chiefs' offense, and I won't just for the sake of time on this pod. But Nicole Hardman didn't see did he see, see three snaps last week? Thank God. He had one um, catch for twelve yards, and he did, he did not he didn't even line up for a punt, and he didn't he never takes kicks. So yeah, I mean, there, I think there's just something like we're like the Chiefs' offense is still configurating, like they're still loading, loading, and like this could be where we're at, like eighty percent loading, trying to figure this out of who were really like Marcus Kemp getting these or Marcus Robinson or Byron Pringle or what. I think the Chiefs offense here might just say, like, take off. Take well, off mode this week. You you would have to think so, given what they did against the Raiders in Vegas. So, let's hope. Let's hope. Let's go Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs minus uh, nine and a half is that, is that line. Well, boys. We got anything else we need to talk about, or are we good? I'm good, except if people that was people, a lot needed, of fun. people need to tune into some FCS football this weekend. It'd be a good weekend to watch. Yep, you got the playoffs this weekend. You got uh, bowl season right around the corner. Um, Army Navy is this weekend, so there's some good football on. And then, of course, the NFL starts Sunday. Uh, we're going to be continuing this episode for the rest of the NFL season. But it will only be the NFL after uh, this episode. So hopefully you guys uh, hang on with us, me, Blaine, and Lucas um, on the Figure It Out podcast. But um, I think that's it, boys, for college football. It's been a hell of a ride so far with you guys, huh? Great. Great time. Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. Not done yet, baby. We've enjoyed it. And we will be back next week, boys. I appreciate you guys stopping by a little later tonight. Blaine, you're an hour ahead of us, so get some rest, buddy, okay? Appreciate it. All righty, we're out of here. See you, boys.